Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hameen Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hameen Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained morons it seems like they're everywhere you turn every single day they invade the headlines Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brain politicians pulling the puppet strings, Everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Would you shut up, man? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time I wore my triple masks on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face and i say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of energy? Meat on his body? What? What, what the shit? Oh, it is just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibe.
immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. No more on morons. It is Tuesday, August 31st, 2021, and this is episode 96 of the War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. Welcome to the show where we act like smartasses and laugh at dumbasses. Yes, yes, and um, let's see. I've been instructed to say they they told me to say this stuff here. Uh, wait a minute, you've been uh, in, uh, so, you've been instructed to say who's telling yeah, you? Yeah, no, say they stuff? want me to say thanks for tuning in. Whether you're watching on Gab TV or who the hell is they? Okay, um, this is this is a little disturbing here. Um, we are on the air. I think he's sleeping now. Is that? Hello. Hey, hey, my butt's been wiped. My butt's. Hey. Ah. Yeah. There you go. Just to, look familiar, folks. I mean, uh, we had to do that, right? I mean, this has been. This has probably been my favorite week in presidential history. Your favorite my fav- week in yeah. presidential I mean, history. All right. So, like when I was growing up, George Bush, the old George Bush, was president. And I remember one time he threw up on the Japanese prime minister. What? Yeah, it was like a whole thing. He had like food poisoning or something. And like that was like the craziest thing that a president had done in in years. And I I thought it was, you know, the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And of course, I mean, Bill Clinton, you know, we know. Oh, we know what happened happened there. there. Uh, And, you know, George W. Remember that time that somebody threw a shoe at him? (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, he was kind of doofy. But I mean, in the last week. The last hey, week. You can't, you can't let Trump or Barack Obama off the hook, too. Uh, I mean, God, both of them. Start with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the best thing Barack Obama did is he knew to roll with somebody that was. I mean, let's just let's just say it. He's retarded. Yeah. Joe Biden yeah. is retarded. In fact, I, I saw that on a news report. Somebody, uh, I think it was out of Australia or something. Somebody was like, "Yeah, the American president's retarded. It's really wild." Um, but yeah, no, in the last week, so. I mean, he he had that incident that I was just mocking where he was supposed to be doing the press conference after, you know, after he got 13 of our soldiers killed and 200 other people, basically. Why they're letting him do press conferences and not dragging him off to a court-martial trial is beyond me. I mean, really. He hit out for, like, five hours. Like, something like that happens. I mean, the president's supposed to be there. And they finally got enough... uh, Stimulants and some kind of drugs into a system. Smelling salts, God only knows. They got him to be somewhat coherent, Uh, just you know enough to be awake. And he goes out there and he's doing something. I mean, he's 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 answering questions and he tells them. I mean, let's face it, folks. You want a real honest description of what happened? They got him conscious. He went out there. He was awake, and then. 
He wasn't. He had no idea what was going on. That's about all you no. can say. You can't say that he was answering questions really or that he was speaking properly. He admitted that he's... I and mean, this is like the fifth time he's done this where he's just like, you know, oh yeah, I'm the, I'm the commander-in-chief. I'm the leader of the free world. Uh, but yeah, they tell me what I'm supposed to say. They give me a list of people that I'm supposed to point to and call on. You already have the, the questions. I have them written down right here. And, and then... <laughs> And then he finally gets a question that, you know, mildly confuses him about how he's selling our, you know, our people's names to the fucking Taliban over there. Um, I don't even think he's selling them. I think he's giving them away. Uh, and then he just, like, he starts crying into his binder, like, like he's clutching it like it's a, like it's a blankie. Yeah. It looks like Linus over there. <laughs> like, well, look, to be fair, it was, he was promised ice cream. And those Marines had the audacity to be murdered due to his incompetence. And I mean, that is a real fucking bummer. Is that what he was looking at his watch for when yeah. they were bringing the caskets out? I mean, they He's keep just... interrupting ice cream social hour, and that is the only reason Joe Biden has left to live anymore. I'm surprised he didn't say something like, like you know how it is when an old guy who's got Alzheimer's, who's kind of cranky, the sun's starting to go down, and they're bringing caskets wrapped in the American flag of, you know, a baker's dozen of soldiers that he got murdered that are, like, 20 years old. Sure, you know what it's like when he's checking his watch, and he's like, Jill, 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 what I, I want chocolate chocolate chip. Why are we here? Who, who, what, what's in the, what's in the boxes? Did I die? <laughs> I want to go home and eat, and eat, I want to, I want apple, apple ice cream. Apple ice cream. I'm apple surprised pie. he didn't try to get in one of the caskets. Like, oh, this must be for me. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be fit. He basically did that when he was meeting with the, uh, speaking of the prime ministers, he was meeting with the prime minister from Israel and he falls asleep in front of the man. The man is talking. In fact, I've got a clip of this, and oh, I think it's please. worth watching. So we can just kind of do the play-by-play here. So the new Israeli prime minister is talking. Yeah, he's, he's speaking to the president of the United States, so it, it must be something pretty important because they flew him out well, from Israel. And then he stops speaking to him, and he just looks at the camera like, "Oh, this guy. Well, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to make it look good. I mean, talk about... I, I mean, I get it. Look, but this is my favorite, though. Watch this. another chapter. Hello, I'm Michael Oh, shit. As if Mike Liddell would allow one of his mind pillows to be used by that commie traitor. Hey, I mean, he's... Marketing. He believes in second chances. Right, Now, does he believe in, like, second, third, fourth, fifth... 8,000th. God. And, and, um... Moving on from the Afghanistan debacle, but still staying on Biden because he he did have a hell of a week. Ooh. He found time, and this was before the bombing, but when everybody knew something like that was going to happen, and everybody was saying, you gotta get our people out of that hellhole. Sure. You, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like any of that matters, he doesn't listen to any of it anyway. No, no, I, I don't know why they let him make decisions. But in during all of that chaos, when all of his focus, or whoever his handlers are, all of their focus should have been on, you know, making Afghanistan's extraction work, saving the lives of our citizens there, maybe not importing 100,000 of Afghanis, uh, poorly vetted Afghanis here. Anyway, he found time to meet with a female basketball team. Um, he did. Yeah, this was, uh, this, I think he met with, I don't know which team. I don't, I don't watch the WNBA. 
I don't think anybody does. Um, but oh, yeah. well, this actually, I'm looking at the article now. This is incredibly fitting. It was the Seattle Storm. Seattle so, Storm. I mean, yeah, that that seems pretty on brand for the Democrats. Yeah, yeah, lesbians from Seattle. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he finds time to meet with them and congratulate them for, you know, winning the WNBA championship or whatever. I saw he took a knee for them. What? I don't, he, that's his, go, his go-to pose is to get down and take a knee. Why? Because maybe uh, a cop shot a Seattle storm. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, they don't shoot at storms in Seattle. I thought there was a Florida thing. I meant one of the players, but oh. I see where you're going there. Um, no, he did, he took a... I don't know. He, t- he took a D for, for lesbianism or women's rights or basketball leagues nobody watches. But he, he takes a knee. He's holding up his little no, Seattle no, Storm I, jersey. Bruh, he didn't take a knee. He fell. He out. fell. He <laughs> lost his balance. It's Air Force One all over again. You know what? That's uh, that's actually kind of uh, kind of handy for those people. I mean, they're so old and frail. Like uh, Nancy Pelosi, it could work for her. Yeah, could you fa- fall her. over? No, you didn't. An emergency <laughs> assistant from the Democratic National Convention will run out and place a Kenty cloth around your shoulders. This was a moment for unity. Yeah, just raise your fist and uh, you know. Don't worry, someone will help you up once the cameras are off. Um, but yeah, while he was meeting with this women's basketball team, he found time to tell people that he thinks Kamala Harris will be president pretty soon. Yeah, I think he like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I believe you know women, you know, they can play basketball. Women can be a president. You know, one's going to be president pretty soon. Let me she check keeps my watch. She to kill me, and she gets closer and closer <laughs> she every doesn't time. Have she does not have to do anything to that man. I think is, part of the uh, reason that Joe de- is declining so rapidly is because she's in the White House with him. She must be sneaking to his room every night and like slowly suffocating him. And each night she gets caught and she scampers off. That's, what, that's the one cut, skill that he has is the ability to fight off death. But it's like slowly <laughs> causing the brain damage to get worse and worse as the lack of oxygen gets. Longer and longer. How could we tell? How could we tell? Um, (laughs) We know what's going on in the White House. But yeah. It can't be... I mean, honestly, any conspiracy theory you come up with with what's going on in today's White House cannot be crazier or more unbelievable than the shit they actually do in public. I mean, we couldn't... We could write all kinds of crazy shit. We could could try to parody it, but it's going to be worse every time. Yep. And at this point, I've just taken to laughing at it. And that's why I think it's the best week that a president's ever had. Because it made me... I mean, it, a few times it was pretty horrible. Yeah. A couple times it made I, me I, cringe. I, I think it's but, the first week in history where I can say I'm not quite sure I'm proud to be an American right at this moment. He has nothing moment. to do with us. Um, <laughs> we didn't vote for that asshole. Yeah, but still, you know, it is interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, well, we'll speak... And it's up some good content for us, so... Yeah, well, I was going to say, speaking of uh, Kamala... Kamala. Kamala. Is that how she says it? Kamala? Oh, fuck no. I don't fucking care. But <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is! <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, with her being president soon, I mean, maybe we'll finally get respect from the Taliban. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. No, you, you haven't heard? They have promised that they will respect women this time around. Really? Just like they promised to give the, us the names of the, the people who were responsible for the attack on American soldiers, only to give us the name of 
one of our allies and the address of his innocent yeah. family that we murdered with a drone no, strike? You can trust the Taliban. Oh, obviously. Um, yeah, so they've said that they've actually vowed to respect women. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, well, a, a couple days later, Taliban, Taliban spokesman actually said, and this is part of their respecting women now, he said that they are urging all the women in Afghanistan to stay at home and, and not to go outside. Oh. Because... Well, that's respectful. Yeah, well, I mean, they respect them, they do, but they can't guarantee that all of their fighters and soldiers have been trained yet to... Honest, to honestly, though, this is only half as bad as America for the past year and a half. I mean, to be fair, they're only making half their population stay inside their homes and not leave. And they're here only making in, half the population here cover in America up their face. and the rest of the world. We have to wear masks and stay inside our homes, no matter what race or gender we are. Maybe so. that's why we still have ten thousand, fifteen thousand Americans in Kabul. Maybe they didn't want to leave. They're like, "Oh, I know what's going to happen if I get on that fucking plane and you take me back to America. You're going to put a mask on my face and you're going to make me quarantine." Oh my god. Yeah, Abdul doesn't do that. No. Well, unless you're a woman. Well, yeah. 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 Well, well yeah, we don't, we don't worry about it. Another thing about the Taliban, uh, the funny thing with them is it's like they've, like, learned all of the, uh, like, the woke Democrat, like, buzzwords. You're kidding. Yeah. The, the well, Taliban is trying to become Democrats? No, they're just uh, trying to get them to stay out of their hair, apparently. So they've said they respect the woman. Okay. And now they're also, and I'm not even kidding, they've vowed to fight climate change. Honestly, I feel like the one thing the Taliban has done, and just Afghanistan in general, I feel like the one thing that they have done from the start is fighting climate change. I mean, I don't really know how much emissions they could possibly give off. They've never even used a treadmill. So... But, I don't, I'm not really concerned about the, you know... I mean, think of all the carbon that they've uh, they've gotten off the planet with those suicide bombs, you know? Um, but, Seriously? But yeah, Abdul. So I wasn't just saying Abdul. You can say I they was don't, being racist. They don't eat beef. They don't eat... They eat goat. That's very... They don't, they don't eat goats. They that's fuck very goats. eco-friendly. <laughs> but yeah, you, you can say that I was being racist a minute ago by saying Abdul, but this is really a guy... Abdul Kahar Balki. That's, oh. that's the Taliban Cultural Commission. They have a cultural commission, you guys. So the leader of their cultural commission has said, and I'm just going to quote this because this is just hilarious to me. Pass me the crying notebook, please. I need to just take a breath here. Oh, here. Have fun. Thank so you. he says, we believe the world has a unique opportunity of rapprochement and coming together. Oh my God, sorry. To oh tackle the challenges not only facing us, but the entire humanity. They are they are woke, you guys. The Taliban <laughs> is for humanity. Not not America, but you know the rest of them, I guess. Look, maybe we should send Greta over there. Oh shit! We're asking a burka. I don't know. I mean, after all, you know, the Taliban. You know, it's just like anybody else. I mean. There's good and bad in everything, right? I mean, sure, as a group, they might slaughter innocent people for sport. They might treat women like barnyard animals and treat barnyard animals like women. But they do believe in climate change. And so that, you know, I can. it all makes perfect sense now. 
This is exactly why AOC has demanded to resettle a minimum of 200,000 of them in America. Yeah, I saw that. Like, <laughs> like the anniversary, 20 year anniversary of September 11th is coming, and AOC is like, look, we need to get more of those Afghanis here. Especially after we've just pissed them off in multiple ways. She's, she even said, somehow they always bring this back to Trump. So she said, because Donald Trump is racist and xenophobic or some, something like that. Yeah, That's why we owe it to them to import hundreds of thousands, at, at a minimum, 200,000. It's them. really racist to not want suicide bombers <laughs> who hate your country Living in your country. I think we should move them all into her district. I mean, I think we should move them all into her fucking house. (laughs) Yeah, how would you like that now, Alexander? She thought she thought the attack on the attack on the Capitol was bad. She felt like she was in danger. Then she got traumatized from that. Oh well, wait till Abdul and friends, uh, you know, are living in the you know West Wing over there with you. They would throw her in a hefty sack. Oh, we're going yeah. to... Then you'll be traumatized. <laughs> I would love... That's the only... That's my condition. The only way I'll accept it. Yeah. Um, anyway, the craziest headline in the week... Ah, shit. This hasn't been the craziest? Well, this one, it's 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 nothing to do with the Taliban. Oh, thank God. It's nothing to do with death and destruction. Nothing to do with Biden. It is <laughs> having to do with a president of a country speaking... Very bizarrely. I just thought this was hilarious. So the president of Tanzania was having her own meeting with the sports teams. She was meeting with the soccer team from there that that won some championship or something. And for some reason, she decided to go on a a really interesting rant uh, where she said that women soccer players are all flat-chested and unsuitable for marriage. She was like, congratulations on your great accomplishment, and then roasted them? Yeah, she's like, wonderful, good job, you won the championship, you ugly dykes. She's nagging them? You will never get a man? And like, I mean, if you could see her, I mean, she, she's not exactly a, uh, a She's knockout. not flat-chested. She's not flat anything. Um, <laughs> but she's like, look, you will never get a husband looking like... You look like a boy. You're disgusting. So congratulations. Good job. You won championship. Get the fuck out of my sight. And I just, I, I just had to contrast that with Biden taking the knee with the women basketball. Like, this Tanzanian president is what liberals think Trump is like. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a good thing Trump wasn't president when the Seattle storm came in there. I mean, <laughs> you probably grab him by the pussy or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. I swear, I have a video of the day, actually. Can we pull that up? Oh, I thought yeah. this one was pretty fun. It's a pretty quick one, right? Yeah. All right, guys. Let's set the scene. Okay. It's a surprise party. We all love surprise parties, right? No. Well, let's see what happened to this one. <laughs> what, is he about to shoot them? <laughs> I don't know. What, what would you do if you walk into your house and there's dozens of people there? You'll see the beginning again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so the confetti's falling down. All his friends and family are there. And he just pulls out a gun and he's just like, what, what the fuck's going on? Oh, hey, it's a party. It's a party, yeah. There's little kids there. He, he looks like he might be a police officer, honestly. It's probably not a good idea to throw a surprise party for your police officer uh, relative. Yeah, like, if you're, I mean, if your homie is packing 
and you know it. You know, anybody that pulls it out that quickly, everybody They else. let you know that they yeah. can pull it out that quickly. Like, if, if Cyrus is, is your buddy, don't invite Cyrus over and surprise him with anything. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, good, good discipline there. He didn't shoot any of his family. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's enough preamble. We're just rambling at this point. So if you want to join this show, you know the drill. Give us a call at the hotline, 813-906-9099. Uh, or you can email us, thewaronmorons at gmail.com. Find us on social media all over the place. Me, we, Gab, Facebook, whatever. Um, or leave us a comment down in the chat. Um, and of course, if you really want to support the show or if you just want to have some fun triggering people, go to our online shop on Bonfire and check out our line of t-shirts. Um, and now... The stack of stupidity. Woo! <laughs> All right, so let's start things off in Washington State, where I think we may have finally found rock bottom, and that's saying a lot. Uh, we may have finally found rock bottom. I mean, I already knew Washington State was rock bottom. Well, no, no, this is rock bottom to the COVID vaccine coercion Oh, scam. God. So, I mean, we've been talking about this for, for months now. I mean... We, I think the first one was Krispy Kreme yeah. giving out a Nathan year's supply. Hot dogs, yeah. Shake Shack. The was a cheeseburger, Junior or not cheeseburgers, Junior's cheesecakes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mostly just a bunch of a, a bunch of high calorie <laughs> junk food. Um, some people stepped it up a notch. I, I, there was like strip clubs giving you a lap dance if you get the uh, the jab. Um, I, I think. In St. Louis, they were giving out cases of bush light or something. Jesus. Like, I mean, congratulations. Well, if you thought that was taking it too far, well, in Washington, the Benton County Jail is stepping things down a notch. They're giving out ramen noodles. I'm sorry. The- Delicious ramen noodles. So, first of all, I'm having a lot of trouble understanding inmates in a prison that have been convicted <laughs> actually get a say in what vaccinations they well, receive? Just because this is shocking just because me. they're in jail doesn't mean I mean we still have we still have more medical freedom in the prison system than some people want <laughs> there to be in the school system, believe it or not. Fair. Um, but they really want the inmates to uh to take these injections. I I'm not surprised. Usually we do like to test dangerous Toxic substances. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised they even get a um, say. But yeah, so they've created a program, a program called Soups for Shots. Soups for Shots. I mean, sign me up. You're telling me I can get 10 free ramen noodle soups? Lord, please tell me nobody's doing this. That's worth upwards of a dollar. Well, in prison, it might be two. In prison, that might be worth their manhood. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, I mean, it's, it's not that they don't feed them, right? Like, no, I mean, how much no. can a fucking packet of ramen be worth? But apparently, for some, it's worth taking a permanent mRNA <laughs> I gene, just can't gene believe editing. that this is working. I really can't. And these I, I, I mean, anyway. has it said, did, it, did the article say how many people actually signed up for this? Soups for Shots program? I didn't see that, but I did see that apparently ramen noodles have replaced tobacco as the number one currency in prison. What? Um, 
So, I mean, they might be contributing to the prison economy over there. I mean, honestly, why the fuck can't they just go out to McDonald's and buy some fucking Happy Meals? Because they're in jail. No, not the inmates! <laughs> the goddamn prison! They, can't they just go to the local McDonald's, pick up, yeah, I'll take, you know, a hundred cheeseburgers, a hundred medium fries, and a hundred Coca-Colas, or whatever, drive it back to the prison, here, have an actual decent McDonald's cheeseburger. I mean, at least that's something you can't get in prison. At least they're not shaving time off their sentences. Could you imagine that? Oh, God. I'm honestly surprised they're not. Don't give them any ideas. Uh, well, just wait till California hears this. They're like, <laughs> look, get this, guys. Gavin Newsom will be like, look, here's the deal. Full here's the pardon. Deal. Full pardon. You're off death row. All you got to do is take this jab and you know, cast a couple votes in the recall election. Yeah, vote no. <laughs> vote no. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of the West Coast, just across the state line, I actually have a story out of Oregon where Governor Kate Brown has implemented the country's most extreme mask mandate yet. E- extreme mask mandate. Oh, yes. That's like the opposite of extreme. <laughs> <laughs> it's like extreme librarian. Imagine, like, it's like what I picture, like, a WWE commercial would be nowadays. Like, wear your mask. (laughs) (laughs) Wear your mask, brother. I I think they've done that. I I saw Seth Rollins telling me to get the jab. And I said, you know what? I I think I can spend my time watching something more entertaining. Please. Now, last (laughs) week, uh, Miss Kate Brown announced that everyone in Oregon, regardless of vaccination status, is required to mask up at all times. Outside, mask on. Inside, mask on. Get the jab? Doesn't matter. The only people who are allowed to go mask-free are homeless people. Well, luckily, there's a lot of them in Portland. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, how could you tell the difference between a homeless person and a non-homeless person in Oregon? Yeah, good point. Um, the, the non-homeless people... Um, you see them bumming and, and asking for change at Pioneer Square, bumming cigarettes. But when it gets cold, you see them load up into a Subaru mm-hmm. with their mom yeah. and go back to the suburbs. Oh, <laughs> That's how you tell the difference. Although maybe it's changed. So it's, it's going to be a couple good months for them before yeah. they actually have to mask up. So that'll be good. Does this apply to politicians? You know, I don't know of any politicians who are homeless in Oregon, though I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Kate Brown should be. I mean, the way BLM got going over there, the governor's mansion should be burned to a crisp by I now. think they actually did, uh, like, attack the mayor's house. The, what's his name? Ted Wheeler? Yeah. I, I remember, they, they beat the shit out of that guy several times. And, and he's always just like, I'm on your side, guys. Why are you, why are you ass-raping me now? <laughs> it's like, Antifa, bitch. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I think at some point they tried to burn down his apartment. So, yeah, I remember yeah. that. So, you know, maybe he's exempt. <laughs> I'm sure that won't stop any of them from uh, making reservations at the French Laundry or whatever the equivalent is up in Portland. Probably a, uh, a dispensary. Voodoo donuts or whatever the fuck they got up there. I just say Kate Brown should be wearing a, uh, a mask. A bag <laughs> over her head. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, here in Tennessee, uh, we've got our own problems. So we've got what? vaccine-pushing health officials. You're kidding. Well... I mean, luckily, we don't have a governor that's buying in all this stuff. The governor here is one of... I actually saw that that the Justice Department put him on a list of, like, five other governors, 
and they're saying that he's committing civil rights violations by not requiring children to, yeah, that to seems wear masks. Seems a little off. But 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 anyway, we still have our our you know our COVID Nazis. So we've got one story where a former um, health official basically staged a false flag against herself. Um, I. I don't really know where she was going with this, but she sent herself a dog muzzle in the mail to kind of pull like a Jussie Smollett and be like, they're, they're trying to shut me up. They're calling me a bitch. Wait, they're, they're first saying, of all, this is the stupidest damn thing I've ever heard. How do you, do you think other people, you can't prove this because what are you supposed to do? Like nobody else is going to open up your damn mail. You're going to go and say, oh, I got this in the mail. Like, oh, my oh well, no, she tried to prove it. So she she took the package with the dog muzzle that she said was threatening her in some way. I, I don't really get it. But she took it to the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Who oh, is, so she wasted taxpayer dollars. Oh, it gets better. So they investigated it. Oh, for God's sake. And it didn't take them long to find the culprit. Because the purchase of this dog muzzle was on an Amazon account on her credit card. Now, to be fair, we are making a lot of assumptions here. We are alleging that she framed herself in an effort to gain pity points, which is a pathetic strategy. However, is this woman married? I mean, I doubt it. Because if she is, I can imagine her husband absolutely wanting to muzzle her. She sounds insufferable. Maybe he bought it for her. Maybe she should have just strapped it on. Yeah. You know, like maybe she should. Apparently she uh, she's already been in the headlines. She wasn't on this show, but she got fired back in July uh, because she released a memo about a law that would allow minors to get medical care without their parents' permission. Oh, wow. So, I mean, here in Tennessee, people actually have a brain in their head and say, you know what, that's psychotic and you're fired? I'm surprised she didn't get shot. Honestly. You know? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> anyway, that that's enough about that story. Oh, man. Well, if this isn't ridiculous enough for you, wait till you hear about the latest anti-COVID protocols in our public schools. Like one elementary school in the great state of Minnesota, where <laughs> children are being made to walk like zombies between classes. I, I, they already make them think like zombies in the class. So it why can't the be a big stretch. No, apparently this is their... I don't understand it at all. Because, I mean, my arm length is not even... Three feet, it's, I would you, think. You don't have six feet long arms? I don't have six it, feet not, long arms. Maybe these are orangutan children. I, <laughs> Either that or Slender Man's children are going to school in fucking Minnesota. Because this is like their effort at like social distancing. But I thought six feet was the magic arbitrary right. number. I, I don't know a damn kid whose arms are six feet long. And walking around like a zombie. That's... That doesn't make... Can you picture... So so they're teaching, instead of, like, I, I don't know, being able to um, actually, like, say what your boundaries are and c communicate that to people, they're just teaching you to walk around going, Ugh, uh. <laughs> Like, like pic picture that and as they get a little bit older. You know, hey, if somebody's trying to get a little too close to you, just go, <laughs> To be fair, I back the fuck off. Hey, it might work. It, might, it work. might just work. But, you know, I will say, wait to traumatize these kids, folks. I mean, honestly, there is nothing like role-playing 
uh, zombie apocalypse for a year in school at a young, impressionable age to make people say, you know what, I I really need mom and dad to pay for my therapy for the rest of my fucking life. And at this point, like, I mean, it is apropos that they would be the zombies and not the zombie hunters. Anyway, if you think that's bad, back up in Washington... We're going there again, guys. Right. Um, so kids are having to wear ankle monitors to high school. What? Not because they're on parole. They didn't break out of jail because they, you know, wanted some more ramen noodles <laughs> or anything like that. No, these are social distancing ankle monitors. So who they, the fuck invented those? And why are they allowed to still operate as a company? I mean, I'm assuming it was Bill Gates and. Yeah, anyway, so so the way they work is they beep when any person gets within, I'm assuming, six feet. Uh, and only students are being made to wear these are the unvaccinated students. So it's more coercion. God. It's treating you like a prisoner if you didn't take this experimental jab. Um, oh, sorry, sometimes the vaccinated students do have to wear them. You'll never guess when. I don't, when they go to the bathroom. That'd be funny. Locker room. I don't know. Yes, kind of. Locker room. So all students have to wear (laughs) the ankle monitors that beep when you get near another person when they're playing indoor sports. Well, that makes perfect sense. I'm sure the wrestling team is off to a fine start this year. Can you imagine what the basketball games are like? (laughs) Imagine the football games. You can't (laughs) tackle anybody because your ankle monitor will start beeping. You can't even freaking process the you game. You can't even play touch football. No. I mean, Unless you have six foot long arms. I guess you can play tennis. Uh, oh, yeah. Tennis yeah, is probably safe. Maybe even doubles. I don't know. Volleyball. Every once in a while you might. Maybe volleyball. I don't know. Sometimes they're, they're going for the ball. Oh, that's true. And they want to spike. And then. Oh, she's got COVID. Put her in quarantine for 14 days. Honestly, you know, the. We thought Gen Z was bad. Whatever generation is that's going to school right now, they are fucked. I think that's what they're called. It's generation fucked. Honestly, it should be. (laughs) Right here, right now, we're announcing it, folks. You heard it first on the War on Morons. The generation coming up right now, the children of the fucking pandemic, generation fucked. That'd be a good name for this episode. I should retroactively change it. If you're watching with us right now. Forget about whatever we wrote as the title of this episode. It's Generation Fucked now. Correct. Speaking of Generation Fucked, if you don't wear want to wear your uh, government-mandated ankle monitor to uh, school, uh, a father at a Texas school board meeting might be able to change your mind with a very simple demonstration. Uh, simply put, we're going to show you the video here. Texas Dad, is. is that the one? Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Uh, at work, they make me wear this jacket. I hate it. They make me wear this shirt and tie. So he's at a school board meeting, of course. On the way over here, I ran three stop signs and four red lights. I almost killed somebody out there. But by God, it's my roads too. So I have every right to drive as fast as I want to, make the turns that I want to. I got over here to the school today, and the parking lot's full, and I decided I was going to park wherever the hell I want to. And there Which, in this case, shirt. happened to be a uh, handicap. But oh, here we go. And nickels so, are out. And that's when, uh, yeah, he, he strips down to his boxer shorts. Please, sir. Everyone is screaming. 
We the police are coming over. over like, yeah, you're, you're we, we absolutely within 500 feet of a playground. <laughs> Definitely getting arrested. Pants are coming off. Swimmer, but if you would mind putting your pants back on first. I mean, you know that it was an interesting school board. We've seen a lot of interesting school board confrontations this year, but this is the first one that's ended with the people, you know, at the school board saying, "Please, sir, put your pants back on." Oh, generation fucked. I am so goddamn sorry. Very. There is nothing in this world left for you. And, and he's he's the the one that they think that we should listen to because he was saying, "Look here, you guys think that wearing a mask is bad. Well, I think wearing clothes in civilization is bad." And they're the ones that want to talk about conflation. Love it, love it. Thank God before my mind explodes, um, or I have to take another turn in the nap binder. <laughs> Uh, we're getting a call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One? Looks like um, actually, it looks like it's out of Texas. So. Oh, you want to talk to him? Um, no, 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 no. no, no. no. This I'll might be a it. witness. You I'll take it. All right. Get the full. All right. Area code two one four. You're on the air with the War on Morons. Go ahead and give us your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Llewellyn. I'm calling out of Plano, Texas. Hey, Llewellyn, how's it going? Oh, it's going, honey. I got to tell you, these people are out of control in these school boards. That's why I'm calling in, because I've had just about enough of it myself. Oh, don't tell you. Okay, so that guy that stripped down to his boxers was in Texas. Was that your school district? Were you there? Oh, yes, but I was not there, thankfully. I had already gotten kicked out of the meeting prior to him pulling that Disgusting display. I mean, I, I think they called it after that, and for good reason. <laughs> Did you say you got kicked out? Oh yeah, these people. I mean, you should have heard of. You know, he was one of many. He was the only one who took his clothes off, but he was one of many of these mask Nazis, social distance Nazis. I mean, these people are un-American, and you know, most of them aren't even Texans. They're here from California and God knows where else. Hey, you know what? I think we're on the same side of this one. But you got to tell me, what did you do that got you kicked out from the school board? I didn't do nothing that deserved to be kicked out of the school board meeting. I'm practically the only local in that damn school board meeting. And and they had the nurse kick me out because I disagreed with, with their, you know, Satanist agenda. So just because you, what, you said that they shouldn't have the kids wearing masks or something? Well, I, you know, all the, all these people, all they're talking about and all they're saying is, is how the kids should be vaccinated. The kids should be vaccinated and if they're not vaccinated, they should be painted green and wearing a mask and ankle bracelet and God knows what else. And, and, you know, I'm the only one who has a nurse to speak for the children of Texas and say, now, it is not, uh, uh, these children should not be demonized for not being vaccinated. It's the vaccinated children that y'all should have a problem with. They are the ones that have mutant DNA. They're mutants. Mutants? Yes, these vaccines, they change your DNA. Now, if that's not a mutant, I don't know what is. Okay, um, I mean, I'm not a fan of the vaccines either, but I think people should be allowed to 
to take them if they want. Do you think that... Oh, sure. I mean, they should be allowed to take them, but I don't want them anywhere near my children, okay? I mean, I don't want them spreading and shedding and, you know, getting their germy little mutant DNAs all over my perfect babies. And I told my son, I told him, I said, you know, you stay away from those mutants, boy. They should they should have them in separate classes or, or, or something. I mean, God knows they lost a bunch of brain cells getting that poison shoved into their bodies. They probably need to be moved down a grade. But regardless, I mean, you know, if any of those mutants try to come near you, son, uh, you know, you just, you just remind them, uh, that, that, you know, you need a six foot barrier and, and you need your space and you're not the one that's a problem. They are. I, I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, damn right it's fair. And I told him, I told him, you were born a Texan and, and Texas is a stand your ground state. And, and I explained this to the school board. I said, you know, my son's not afraid of these mutants. He's not afraid uh, of no zombie apocalypse. You know, when your children's brain cells all die and they start eating flesh, he's not afraid. He's going to make sure that they stay the heck away from him. You don't have to worry about my unvaccinated son because he don't want nothing to do with your children. And if your children try to get too close to him, he'll pull out his, uh, you know, mini pistol and, and start shooting. Okay, I think I might see why they kicked you out. Did you just say that your kid is bringing a gun to school? Oh, it's not a gun. It's a mini pistol from a mommy and me pistol set. The fuck's a mini pistol? It's designed for their small hands. Is it still a gun, Llewellyn? Well, of course it's a gun. It's a pellet gun. I mean, I put some real bullets in it, but it's a pellet gun. A pellet gun with real bullets? How does that even work? I, you know, don't ask me. I can, I can jerry-rig up a, a fire, firearms and ammunitions like nobody's business. I was taught by my granddaddy, and my granddaddy was taught by his granddaddy, and on and on. Okay, okay. But it doesn't I, matter. I, I'm, I'm mean, sure that I, I, I believe you, but you, you can't send a kid to school with a gun. I, what? I demonstrated the gun safety that I've taught. Him. I showed them at the school board meeting how responsible I was and, and how my son would defend himself so these people could prepare their mutant children so that they wouldn't come crying to me when my son shoots them. Did you pull your gun out at the school board meeting? Of course I pulled my gun out at the school board meeting. These people were infringing on my rights. Llewellyn, how is it that you're not in jail? Well, I happen to have a real good lawyer. It's Jimmy, isn't it? Well, he he told me not to mention him by name, but uh, he believes in our freedoms, and uh, you know he's a true American through and through. Yeah, yeah, we know him. He he bought ad time this week. Um, well, I, I guess that's a ringing endorsement that the fact that you're not locked up somewhere eating ramen noodles. Amen. <laughs> Alright, bye, Llewellyn. Bye. I mean, I guess she kind of had a point. I don't... Honestly, I wouldn't want to be within a city mile of a school at this point. Not a school, not a school board, not a meeting, not... This is just... Honestly, I'm starting to understand the effects of all the dystopian young adult fiction that was so popular when we were growing up. Like... You had things like fucking um, Hunger Games and 
you know, a series of unfortunate events and God knows what other horrifying stuff. I'm starting to feel like we, uh, starting to feel like we awakened something. I mean, people want to live in that reality. Is that what it is? Because they're uh, they're creating something like they, it. They they are definitely bringing it to life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got a commercial. We'll be right back. Did your boo get killed by the boys in blue while robbing a store with a twenty-two? That may be actionable. Jimmy James here with James Jameson and Johnson, and it's time to get that police shooting money, homie. <laughs> That's right, my brothers. Don't let those lesbians from Black Lives Matter keep all the millions to themselves. If you're black or brown, call 1-800-JUST-JIM and we'll turn your frown upside down. <laughs> Did your kid get stabbed to death by one of their neighbors? Perfect. We'll sue the cops for not coming out and saving her. Or maybe your kid got shot by the cops while she was trying to stab your neighbors. <laughs> Come on now, they're just horsing around. Time for a shakedown. If you've had any interaction with law enforcement at all, James, Jameson, and Johnson will make them pay. Remember, these days it doesn't matter what happened. All that matters is that you get your cut of the police budget before the city council votes to defund them. <laughs> so don't delay. Get out, get shot, and call 1-800-JUST-JIM today. That's 1-800-J-U-S-T-J-I-M. It's uh, I mean it's a strategy. So it's, it's a legal strategy. Go it's, out, get shot, and then get paid. It's not a legal strategy for them to be marketing. Kind of. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Anyways, let's just uh, <laughs> move into the next block. Uh, it's not going to get any easier for Generation Fucked. Uh, we're going to Harvard, mm. uh, which ends up on the show pretty more often than you might think. Uh, it's supposed to be. You know, where all the smart people go, greatest university on the planet, people are shelling out over 50 grand a year on tuition, and yet they keep ending up on the war on morons. Well, what did they do this time? By doing shit like this. The new head chaplain at Harvard is an atheist. I mean, hey, you know, I... I I think that a lot of atheists are very obsessed with religion, so maybe it'll work out. You know, I, you have to wonder, I, I think personally, you know, another white guy, even if he's an atheist, it's not enough of an edge. Where is the representation? We just brought in God knows how many thousands of people from the Taliban in Afghanistan. Where is Abdul's turn? And, and, and why, why, is he, uh, why is he a cis white male? You know, it's another yeah. great question. I mean, the, the chief chaplain should not only be an atheist. He should also be a transgender. He should. He should. Yeah. <laughs> like is the, hey, would it be difficult to find an extremist Muslim who's also transgender? Yes, it would. But, I mean, if anybody can do it, Harvard can. I, I think they should. I think that they Who's should. running, like, their uh, culinary department? Like, somebody that's uh, on one of those uh, diets where you don't eat? I think, like, yeah, like I, a think, Buddhist I, think I think the chef <laughs> from the restaurant on Kitchen Nightmares that Gordon Ramsay walked out on. Was, was he a vegan that owns a steakhouse? <laughs> That could work, right? That could work. That could work. I swear. This is unbelievable. I mean, I really don't have a whole lot to say about it, although there's plenty of, you know, ridiculous context. At the end of the day, they gave the job of head chaplain to an atheist. I hear that the new captain on the hockey team is, uh, he's a, he's one of those, uh, weebles. 
Oh. Yeah. He's a nugget. He's got no arms or legs. Oh, wow. But, you know. You call them weebles? Because they wobble and they don't fall back. Okay, you know what? (laughs) Don't you have something to share? All right, all right. So from woke tard university to, well, woke tard kindergarten, because it all has to start somewhere, people. So kindergartners in Illinois are now going to be learning about gender identity and cohabit... I don't even know how to say this. Cohabitating families. Wait, cohabitating families don't... All families cohabitate? What are they talking about I think they mean like, you know, when you've got your daddy, and then he's got another daddy, and then they've got a gimp in the closet. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's LGBT ideology and unmarried cohabitation. I don't know why that's that's such a hard word to say. But um, Illinois is trying to get through their legislature uh, basically a law that makes it so you teach kindergartners all about the various LGBTQ... Maybe somebody should teach these lawmakers about the statistics of what happens when a child is living in a home with an adult that is not their parent. Because the rate of sexual abuse that happens is so much higher. But what the fuck do I know? Oh, I mean, I think they're into that kind of thing. Um, Well, this is from the same state that just, well, they just legalized uh, knowingly giving somebody AIDS. Oh. So, you know. Fucking Illinois. I mean, you know, what a freaking great, um, you know, tourism campaign they can run here. Come to Illinois. We'll teach your children about deviant lifestyles. We'll, uh, you know, feel, find romance in Illinois, but make sure you get tested when you get back home. <laughs> Not that it's gonna matter because you can't press charges. Come to Chicago, get sodomized. Get shot! It's a wonderful, I, you know what, I think you should work for their tourism board. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to do that? Oh god, they're probably on LinkedIn searching for new jobs every day or hanging in a closet because they've given up. Anyways. With the gimp. Right. <laughs> Speaking of derangement in the name of diversity, Comedy Central just canceled a classic episode of The Office. Probably because it hit a little too close to home. Oh yeah, I know which one. It was the one where, uh, what's his name, Michael Scott? Yes. He couldn't do a roast. And it was horrible, and it was lame, and nobody wanted to watch it because it wasn't funny. No, actually, you know what? You're really, really lucky that I made you watch this episode when I did because they canceled <laughs> Diversity Day. Diversity Day. You know, you remember when they took the postcards and they had to, like, put a postcard <laughs> on the forehead and be like, guess which race I am using horrifying stereotypes. That sounds like something that would be, like, a, a class in an elementary school these it days. It really does, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, apparently, um, you know, this, uh, maybe struck a nerve by pointing out how absolutely ridiculous these people are. Um, and so Comedy Central said, you know what? Is it funny? Yes. Is that on brand for us? Apparently not. Not anymore, no. No. Remember, like, the olden golden days, like 10 years ago, when you could be on NBC and actually criticize these people a little bit? Remember the olden golden days when you could be on TV and actually be funny? What the hell are you supposed to make fun of now? Trump. Well, that gets a little old, doesn't it? I mean, if, if you think that gets old, watch late night TV. Oh, God. It apparently doesn't get old for them. Um, anyway, who needs The Office? Who needs late night TV in a world where TikTok exists? What? Oh, it's all so sane and 
boring in comparison. Yeah, I've got another one of these videos. I, I think I can oh make this God. into a fucking weekly segment. I don't know what is wrong with these TikTok people. I, I don't go on TikTok. I don't have a TikTok. But every time I see a clip from TikTok, it's some mentally ill white girl who's like 16 years old trying to teach me about pronouns. How many pronouns are there? They're making them up. Like, they're making new ones up every... Like, I, I think they need to spend more time in English class and understand what pronouns are actually supposed oh, to that's, be that's, for. Oh, uh, that's... that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, English class has got to go. Actually, they shouldn't spend time in English class. They're reading the wrong books. I don't know. Here, here's this week's edition of What the Fuck is Wrong with the Pronoun People. Hey, guys. Let's talk gender, specifically Libra genders. Firstly, know the difference between a static or a stable gender, one that doesn't change, and a fluid gender, one that does change. Now, Libra genders. Libra gender people what feel mostly a gender with a slight Libra connection gender? to another gender. Firstly, Libra feminine, and I do want you guys a to even Libra, mind the video that there is another black line down there. Zodiac feminine people sign. feel mostly a gender so and slightly feminine. Yeah. Describe it as feeling a strong connection to a gender well, as, as well as a lesser outfit, connection to femininity. Where masculine is the opposite, where someone feels mostly I, a gender and slightly masculine. Described as having a strong... Why is she missing half her goddamn eyebrows? It's because she uh, didn't feel like having the eyebrow gender that day. Good God. So these people, the, the latest one is, they think that genders change like a pair of pants. And um, and one day you're, you're going to have one, and the other day is another one, and then you start getting your sexual what? preference mixed into it. And... Where did they get the word Libra genders? That doesn't even make any goddamn fucking sense. These are the same people that last week were... Identifying as emojis. Oh. Yeah. All right. Generation fucked. Generation fucked. <laughs> it's not your fault, kids. Well, well, it is. At this point, it is. <laughs> Moving on. Get this. The Washington Post actually issued a correction. I, 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 I let me see. For their Joe Biden endorsement. <laughs> and they, they issued a, a retraction and an apology. Nope, no, no take backsies. Nothing like that kind of correction. <laughs> okay. However, a Washington Post humor columnist unfortunately wrote that he just didn't like Indian food. That was his opinion. That was how he felt. Uh, the paper then issued a correction after people got mad <laughs> about this man's preference on what he likes to eat. This, so, like, Dave Barry or somebody like this, a humor columnist, made a joke about curry, and they're like, oh, no. No, 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 no. We, we At the Washington Post, we disavow this humor columnist's taste buds and his preferences. He, he, he didn't just go after Indian food, so it's not like he, like, was dissing Indian food alone. He was like... You can't make me eat these foods. This was apparently the type of prolific journalism that they're featuring in the Washington Post. So he was ticking through foods he doesn't like, like Old Bay seasoning, hazelnuts, anchovies, and Indian curries. <laughs> Wait, so that's what... I mean, I love how you were just like, boy, what can we do for humor in this day and age? Well, the Washington Post has an answer. I'm going to make a list of all the foods <laughs> I don't like to eat. Number one, the lima bean. It's my least favorite bean. Can you imagine if that was, like, our show? Like, get Ben Stein in here. Make the worst goddamn comedy show imaginable. Number two. Please. I don't like strawberry ice cream. I know that's controversial. But 
It doesn't taste like real strawberries. <laughs> But but he can't say he doesn't like Indian People food. People didn't even take offense to the fact that he doesn't like Indian food. What they took offense to is the fact that he apparently stated that Indian cuisine is based on only one spice, curry. And that Indian food is made up of only curries, which are types of stew. But in fact, India's Vastly diverse cuisines uses many spice blends and includes a ton of other types of dishes. So this was incredibly offensive. So and they, for that, they had to issue a correction. So they well actually did. They did. They so somebody well actually did. Somebody not only he read said, that drivel, but they said, took it seriously. He said, I don't like Indian curries. And they said, how dare you say that Indians only use curry? Well, actually, there's also delicious tikka masala. Have you tried it? I, I mean, I, don't don't put me anywhere near a Washington Post writer, a Washington Post reader, a Washington Post editor. They're they're lost. Yeah, a anyway. little bit. <laughs> anyway, since we're talking about imaginary problems that only imaginary people pretend to be offended by, well. This, this is a good one. So, it's college football season again. Um, very excited for that. Another uh, another exciting season. Well, climbing up the rankings, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Nope. I'm not talking about the team. I'm talking about the rankings of the most offensive college mascots in America. I mean, to be fair, I'm looking at the picture right now. These look pretty ridiculous. I mean, I don't know the... They're offensive, but I mean they're they're mascots. But uh, they just look like weird people. Like they're not even wearing. Where's the funny face? Where's the foam suit? Where's I, the? Well, they've been banned for being racist, so okay. now it's just a dude that goes out there and yeah, tries to like be excited. Yeah, it's like they're like all like shirtless dudes. One's wearing a fedora. Like yeah, okay. So okay, or I don't know. I don't know who put this survey out. It doesn't say in this article, but it looks like Outkick. No, Outkick's just writing about it. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't know. I don't care who it is. Some woke tard uh, publication out there is very offended by mascots and team names, and they want you to know that Florida State University is number one. They gotta get rid of their seminal Indian mascot, San Diego State. Gotta get rid of that Aztec warrior. Because the Aztecs are still around to give a shit. They're so angry. Wait till they find out about uh, about the Michigan State Spartans. Um, and then the University of Hawaii is number three because the, oh, they've got a horrible Hawaiian warrior as the mascot for a team that plays in Hawaii. But, oh, number four, for the first time, this is always one that people like like make fun of. They're like, oh, we got to change the name from the Cleveland Indians? Well, when are they going to get rid of the... Uh, you know, the Boston Celtics. When are they going to get rid of the Notre Dame fighting Irish, huh? 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 They're, well, because they're white? We can't be offended? Well, now, apparently, enough people are getting offended. I love and, it. And uh, I guess people are clamoring for Notre Dame to get rid of the fighting Irish nickname and to get rid of the, their mascot, which is just a dude in a leprechaun suit. Somehow, I really... I mean, it's not like they brought a midget out, for God's sake. They should! So Oh, they gotta get a little fucking red hair midget and just have them go out there and bounce around in the little leprechaun suit. Please. Oh man, that's how they should respond. That's how they'll go to number one. Honestly, <laughs> they could take the number one spot if they do that. Oh, well, lately they've been trying to like. 
like, the funniest thing about this is it's almost like they've been trying to like insulate themselves from this. Like, um, I was I was kind of googling this, trying to find a picture to use in our uh, in our collage, and like the latest leprechaun's a black guy. What? And before him was like some chick. And they're like, look at that, everybody. Our leprechaun's black now. He's an African-American leprechaun. Or, hey, look at that. For the first time, she had to work so hard. It's a, it's our first female leprechaun. And then this is how... Uh, when you try to cater to the woke mob, you get eaten by the woke mob. That's exactly right. So find Howard the Angry Drunken Dwarf if he's still alive. Or if you want a black guy, find Beetlejuice. Remember those guys from Howard Stern? The midgets? Oh my god. Throw those motherfuckers in a leprechaun suit. Trot them out there. And you know what? I bet the Irish would actually win a national championship for the first time in 30, 40 years. Alright, well before this gets any more offensive than it already is, (laughs) uh, we've got a call coming in. So uh, I guess not as good a time as any. They've been hanging on for quite a while. Alright, let them on. Alright, area code 702. You're on with the Moron Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. It's me, it's me, it's Vinny V, baby, coming to you live from the only city that matters. You know what it is? Wait, the only city in Nevada? There's the the only city that matters, and that's fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. (laughs) How you doing? Good to hear from you, Vinny. It's been quite a while. Hey, you know, I, I had to check in. You know, you're talking about uh, sports, and, and, you know, that's my number. You're talking about college football, and that's, well, <laughs> that's my racket, baby. And uh, we got a big season this year over at uh, Vegas Victories, of course, 1-900-B4-Vegas, and we're making all kinds of money laying down the overs, laying down the unders, laying down the covers and the, and the under the covers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just want to weigh in. You're talking about the uh, the fight in Irish, huh? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, people think that their leprechaun is offensive. So, uh, hey, you know, you know, I've been saying for years. You know, if there's any team out there that really uh, what's the word? It, it, it captures the spirit of, of what it means to be a uh, you know a college student. It's the Notre Dame fight in Irish. I mean, they're, they're drunk all the time. They they love this scrap. Uh, they're kind of, uh, kind of small in stature, uh, and they're kind of dirty. You know, they got booze on their breath, just like an Irishman. So I, I think it works. You know, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe the players are. Vinny, I'm start, I'm starting to see why uh, people are saying it's offensive when you when you put it that way. That's uh, it's pretty. Well, like what? What's the, what's offensive? I, I mean, not all Irish people are like that. Jeez. Like what? I, I, have you ever met an Irishman that doesn't drink? Um, I mean, I don't know if they don't drink, but I've certainly met a lot of Irish people who weren't dirty alcoholics. Uh, every, uh, no, uh, uh, come on. I mean, you know, I'm from, you know, I, I mean, I live in Vegas. I, I, I come from New Jersey originally. There's a lot of Irishmen. I, I grew up with a lot of these, you know, these fucking mix. They what? drink, they fight. Yeah, that's what they do. It's, it's just, I think uh, just, you know. Jersey. I don't think that has anything to do with whether you're Irish or not. I don't know. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good name for a team. I, I think. It, I, I mean, if anything, I mean, the, the problem is. I mean, just look at their roster lately. You know, there's not a lot of Irish on that uh, on that squad. If you ask me, I mean, unless, uh, unless you're talking black Irish. <laughs> okay, you know what, Vinny? I mean, you hey, know it's what's... okay. I could say that. I could say that. My my best friend. Hey, Ray Ray. What you want, Vinny? I'm, I'm trying 
nothing to do with it. Ray, 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 go on the phone. Talk to the, talk to the moron. Oh, God. Hey, 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 what's up? It's Ray, Ray Robinson, baby. What's going on? Hey, Ray, Ray. Um. Ask her, ask, ask her what color you are. Ask her to say what, I'm hey, not what gonna color. ask Ray, Ray what color he is. I'm black, baby. I know, Ray, hey, Ray. Ask her if I've got an Edward pad. Hey, 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 Look, look, here's the real reason I want to call, because everybody's given slack for these Indian teams. You know, they say you can't be a Washington Redskin. They say you you can't be a Cleveland Indian. Apparently, you can't be a drunken Irishman. But, uh, but uh, you know, you look at college football, there's a lot of teams with really dirty names. Let me tell you a few. You ever hear of the Oregon State Beavers? Eh? Eh? What's dirty about a beaver? Eh? What, what's a beaver? We have, it's hey, an wait, animal. Wait, wait, tell them what a beaver is. Yeah, you know what uh, what the beaver's talking about, right? They ain't talking about, the, you know, like in the woods. They talking about like a hoo-hoo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, for God's sake. That's, that's pretty juvenile. I don't think most people hey, think hey, they're hey, talking hey, about hey, the hey. Oregon State hoo-haws. When hey, I got another Oregon one State for you. Beavers. I got another one for you. Uh, the, the, Washington, the Washington State. You know what they're called, right? No. They're the cougars. You know you what a cougar has, huh? Yeah, a cougar. It's a mountain lion. A cougar's got a beaver. Oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is hey, hey, hold on. I got a good one. I got a good one. Hey, um, uh, South Carolina. How about them? What about them? They're the cocks. The, the what? <laughs> the, 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 the game cocks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. God's the the, 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 the USC cocks. Jesus. Hey, hey, you know what? There's all kinds of them. Hey, hey, hold, hold on, Vinny. I, I don't know where Vinny's going. He's he's walking off somewhere. Um, so we gonna we gonna call it a day. All right. Great. Okay. Have a nice one. All right. Go, Cox. Beat those beavers up. Stop it. I don't. I. <laughs> I mean. I mean, we hadn't heard from him in a while, so it's good to know he's still alive. Is it? Not, is it really? I mean. I wasn't sure what was going on with him and uh, Ray Ray there for a while. If they'd uh, OD'd or uh, apparently they've been uh, just just thinking about uh, college football mascots. Interesting and, and Interesting. something. I don't know. Anyway, not to beat a dead horse, but here's a mascot that even the most sensitive person out there couldn't find offensive: the Coyotes. Wait, where's the road Roadrunner? Ro- oh. Well, I mean, I was trying to segue. I was, I was, because the next story is about coyotes, so I, I figured. And all right, I'm confusing you guys. All right, so the next story has nothing to do with mascots. It has everything to do with coyotes and one crazy woman. So in San Francisco, so we don't have anything to do with mascots. No, no. Terrible segue. Well, I mean, I tried. Anyway, in San Francisco, authorities are looking for a woman who's been hand-feeding coyotes on the outskirts of the city, and they say this is a major problem. It is a major problem. 
I mean, I can tell you right now, a million things can go wrong when you feed coyotes. Making them friendly for humans, not the best idea. Well, this woman really wants to be friendly with the, you know, those nice dogs that live on the outskirts of town. I can only imagine where she's putting the peanut butter that she's feeding them. <laughs> this, believe it or not, it's not Jill Biden. I've seen a picture. Um, it's, she looks completely insane. And she's looking at the picture like, like she got caught by the paparazzi. She's got like a tray of raw meat. <laughs> and she just goes out. To, I don't know why I think this is so funny. Um, she goes out to the woods. And she's just like, hey, doggy, doggy, doggies. And then the coyotes come out. They're like, oh, it's that nice, crazy woman that oh brings us steaks. Um, and uh, this has caused the coyotes to, like, start running wild around there. And now San Francisco, as if you didn't already have enough problems, well... Look, San Francisco, honestly, they should just let this one slide. Normally, I wouldn't say that because I believe in protecting our wildlife. However, in this one case, I say we make an exception. I think the only chance that San Francisco has at cleaning up its streets is inviting wild coyotes, packs of them, from the outskirts of town to invade the city and hopefully eat the drug addicts and homeless people living on the streets. Maybe they'll even go to City Hall and eat the communists. It's extremely eco-friendly. This is how San Francisco... This is the logical conclusion. It's going to be retaken by nature. Yes. Um, Apparently, there's not a lot of them. The the estimates from the experts say that there's between 70 and 100. I mean... (laughs) That's enough. That's a good <laughs> amount for one woman to be feeding. <laughs> and, and, and How much raw meat is she buying? Like, well, remember, in San Francisco, you could shoplift it, and they don't care. She's as crazy. long as it's less than a thousand. Imagine this woman, and you see her, and you know, oh, God, here she comes, crazy meat lady. Yeah, she's going to steal all our meat for some fucking reason. Why does she need so much meat? Well, now you know. The manager at that Ralph's just <laughs> fucking hates her. Every day she comes in, she steals $999 worth of raw meat. And she just goes to the hills. And um, and now the animals are uh, getting bold around humans. They're, they're stalking children. They're randomly biting people. Oh, my God. Um, one aggressive coyote bit five people. It's all this bitch's fault. They should have stolen some meat from Ralph's and been ready. Yeah, yeah. You know, keep a steak in your pants in case of coyote attack. It's kind of like like that Doctor Who who used to have celery in his pocket. Oh, my God. I'm dating myself. That was like 1980. But... I think you dated yourself when you said in the intro that when you were a child, the original George Bush was president. That wasn't that long ago. Ah, okay. I guess it was. When I was a child... George W. Bush was president, so... Let's let's hope that there's not another one in the fucking family line somewhere. If you thought treating wild coyotes like a pet was maybe being a bit extreme, one Florida woman says, hold my beer and this leash because um, she got pulled over for having a man inside of a dog cage cruising on the street in the back of her Ford F-150. As one does in Florida. As one does. Her pet man (laughs) was in a cage in the back of her truck. 
I mean, I guess it happens. Some was this like an S and M thing or something? I mean, hopefully this was like a prostitution thing. I can just imagine the kind of sick fuck that would pay for that shit. Maybe he didn't pay for the prostitution, and this is how she punished him and shamed him. Could and be coughing up that money. Could be. I love it. I love it. And then apparently he was also being a walked on a leash. So that's a uh, you know just just a nice day out in the Florida sun. <laughs> Honestly. Can you imagine just driving down the street and you see that shit? I mean, I, 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 I laugh, and sometimes I do a double take just at some bumper stickers that I see. Can I, I can't even imagine well, looking over to the car next to me and there's a motherfucker in a cage. I've seen weirder things on I-95, I'll be honest. Like somebody going the speed limit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is really ridiculous. I mean, he, I think... I think he was, like, moaning or howling while she was driving. <laughs> like, it was apparently extremely disturbing. Like... I love I, the picture of the I, sheriff. You can't really see, because, like, thankfully the truck bed comes up high enough that you can't really see what's going down below his waist, but, like... It looks like Joe Exotic. kind of looks like he might have been, uh... Might have been jacking it. I don't know. I think, for the record, uh, we're just going to put that he was jacking it. Let yes. let the record show the man in the dog cage was jacking it. Um, yeah, moving on. Anyway, um, I guess while we're down there, though, we should check on a Florida man. Um, so, on the other side of the state, um, a Florida man was arrested after armed robbery. Or he was arrested for armed robbery. At a Wawa. I mean, not not the worst thing I've ever well, heard. I mean, you know, if you're if you're gonna stick no. up a gas station, a Wawa is a pretty high end. Yeah, I mean, they've got know? a lot of cash in the drawer. Right, lots right. of people go to Wawa. It's very yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah. He robbed them for a Snickers bar. What? Yeah. Um, so, so a forty-nine-year-old Largo a man. A fifty-year-old man. I mean, look, he really wanted the Snickers. Maybe he wasn't feeling like himself. I mean, I've heard the logo, or the slogan, what would you do for a Klondike bar? But apparently, Snickers should have been using it the whole damn time. Well, I was thinking about those commercials where they would show somebody and they're like being like really cranky and grumpy. And then they like take a bite of the Snickers. And you're like, not you oh. when you're hungry. Like, I wonder if he took the bite and then he just dropped the knife and was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm a college professor. Why am I holding this Wawa clerk at knife point? Oh, my God. Thank God for Snickers. I love this description. Uh, he entered the store and asked the employee for free food. Obviously, the employee said no, um, which is when the man pulled out a pocket knife, pointed it at the employee, and said, don't make me do something stupid for a Snickers bar. He did do something stupid for a Snickers <laughs> bar. <laughs> uh, the employee handed him the Snickers and he was fearing for his life. Uh, you know what? I I mean, if he's that famished, how strong could he be? I mean, I I would think your stabbing game is pretty weak at that point. Don't make me do something stupid defending this Wawa. <laughs> and then they just have a knockdown throwdown. You know what? I, I, I'd watch it. Yeah, for real. Meanwhile, in England, a YouTuber named Abby Bila is on a mission. To normalize interspecies dating. I thought the coyote chick was in California. She is, but right now she's not 
going out to the public saying that they should date the coyote. She's more just doing that in the privacy of her own local park. But this England um, woman, she's uh, she's all about the. Oh PTL. no, this England woman is 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 telling people, you know. I'm in love with a space alien who abducted me, and you space? should be too. That takes it up a notch. It does take it up a notch, doesn't it? Yep, yeah. So anyway, she's a London actress, mm-hmm. um, and I guess she couldn't get any roles, so she wrote this, quite frankly, Oscar-winning uh, premise here, I think. Uh, this could go all the way. Um, she explained that um, before long, she began to have dreams of a white light after joking online about wishing an alien would abduct her. Um, and then she one night heard a voice in her dream commanding her to wait in the usual spot. And then take your medicine for schizophrenia. <laughs> it, it probably didn't tell her the last part. No, no, it probably said, and take your pants down. Because this story <laughs> is going to the gutter. To the gutter. Um, she apparently then started seeing UFOs, um, claiming that she was transported in them, um, you know, she's encountered aliens, um, and now she's in love with one. And, you know, honestly, there's nothing wrong with that, according to her. Um, it should be normalized, it should be allowed, people should be encouraged to hallucinate. And fall in love with their hallucinations. Go get yourself an alien lover, people. You know, I thought that if you were having um, sleepwalking episodes like this, you were supposed to discontinue the use of Ambien. Someone should inform her doctor. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear more. I, I, you know, this is another one of the stories where, like, we made fun of this. We did a, a, a goof on this, like, months and months and months ago. Now here it is in the headlines. How often does this happen? They're ripping us off, people. Like, reality needs to stop stealing our ideas. <laughs> Maybe we're the ones programming the simulation. <laughs> My butt's been wiped. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, if you think love with an extraterrestrial is complicated, well, try love with an Indian drug addict. No, don't. Don't actually do that. Because you might die. Um, so... It, is this an episode of 90 Day Fiance that I need to catch no, up it's, on? No, it's an episode of Sex Sent Me to the Morgue. Oh, Jesus. Um, so a guy in India who was high on drugs, um, he decided that, well, he's run out of condoms. Okay. And that just isn't going to do because you got to have safe sex. So what he did is he got some kind of super glue type adhesive and he sealed himself off. See, he sealed himself off, or he sealed... He sealed his private parts with, basically, crazy glue. He coated his dick in crazy glue? Look, if you can't find a condom, what else can you use? I mean, this makes sense to me, right? No! No, it doesn't make any sense. So this 25-year-old man died... After having sex with super glue covering his urethra. I have a lot of... That's disgusting. I have so many questions. One, who would allow the dick glue man to stick his glue dick inside them? His drug addict girlfriend. He actually got to have sex after this? That's how he died. (laughs) He wanted to ensure that she didn't get pregnant. How did he die from this? Um, well, he died due to multiple organ failure. What 
was this? Well, I mean, it doesn't say. I'm just assuming it was some kind of a super glue. Man, I thought the, I gor- the Gorilla Glue Girl really has nothing on this man. This maybe man... he was with the Gorilla Glue Girl. Ooh. And maybe she was already like, oh, you gotta use this shit right here. This Gorilla Glue, nothing can get past it. It don't, it's, it won't move. It won't move. And then she's like, oh, I should have thought of that before. Oh, well, he's dead. <laughs> and then she cuts a TikTok about it. Well, I was sleeping with this Indian drug addict. Mm-mm. Don't put glue, gorilla glue in your urethra, y'all. Oh, my God, please. You please. might die. <laughs> I... Oh, thank God there's I... a call coming. Please. Please. <laughs> Somebody stop the madness. Oh. Uh, looks like we got a call from, I want to say California. All right. Cool. Is it me? Yeah, you can take it, yeah. All right. Area code 213. You're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, yes, this is Ken Lee. I'm calling from the Spectre Inspector Squad. Hi, Ken. From, from television. I really well, can't imagine why you're calling. I mean, we're just talking about an Indian drug addict who... Super yes. glue their dick. Are you here to tell us that that's supernatural in some way? Uh, yes, uh, we're we're here to contact the Indian man who 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 died, who passed over into the great beyond by putting super glue on his penis. What? Um, we we have a new technique where we can reach we can reach across the veil uh, to the to the underworld. Why the hell would you want to do that? I don't really want to hear from the Indian drug addict well, super glue dick man. You, you, the, we're calling because you said uh, you, you want to know why someone would do this. Or, or I believe you said, how would someone do this? How would they do such a thing? And um, I, I don't know. So I figured that we could contact him uh, in the other world. How do you propose to do that, Ken? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm I'm here with my assistant Esmeralda, who is a psychic. You know, uh, she can uh, she can speak to the spirits and Wouldn't she can that see be the a future in the past. Uh, yes, yes, a medium. You 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 know our show. You've seen us on the public access. Uh, yeah, yeah. I tune in every week. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hey, Esmeralda, we found one of the viewers. Uh, so we've got a new technique because uh, we accidentally broke our machine. Um, uh, but we don't need the EVP machine because Esmeralda is a true psychic and she can uh, speak to ghosts and, and uh, spirits. Um, so uh, what we've done is we, we've put a blindfold on on her and, and she's just going to concentrate uh, with, with her eyes blindfolded and, and her ears earfolded. Uh, so she can't hear anything. Earfolded? Uh, well, that means we put a blindfold around her ears as well. Um, so and she's just going to concentrate and focus. And I'll ask questions and she'll give answers. And, and, and we'll, we'll connect with the spirit, um, of, of the Indian man who, who put super glue in his penis. You know what? Fuck it. Sure. Go for it, Ken. Okay. Okay, the the cameras are rolling. We're recording uh, for for the Specter Inspector Squad with a special guest, um, uh, high highly uh, devoted fan of the program uh, here on the show. What's your name, uh, fan? 
Ken, you called me. Come on. Okay, fine. My anyway. name's Anissa from the War on Morons. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, right. We're going to edit out that part about her show. Anyway, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to ask questions of the spirit, and we're going to see what he says. Um, spirit, spirit, uh, hear me, hear me, and speak through Esmeralda. Tell me, what is your name? Charlie of Chattahoochee. Oh, I guess that is an Indian name. Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee. I've heard that name oh. before. Wow. You know, and she said that. She she couldn't hear me pose the question. She just said it because uh, she heard the spirit say it to her. Um, okay. And uh, spirit, tell me, uh, wh- why are you in this place? There's a man. He wants huh? to kill me. I guess I should ask. Oh, uh, 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 Ch- Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee. How did you die? It's a door to the deck. Oh, oh no, my God! I've been stopped. That's, that's crazy. Um, I this is really paranormal. How, I, how I is can't she doing this, this, Ken? This is this is definitely not the Indian drug addict. Oh, his name is Ch- Chattahoochee. Um, tell tell us more. Tell us where where are you now, Spirit? Are you in this room with us now? He threw my body into the river. Oh. oh. In oh, the, my God. In the river. He's been separated from his body in the river. Um, Ken, I think, we should, I think we should put a stop to this. This is, this is too weird for me. Now I am a like, Oh, no, her. She's foaming at the mouth. Okay, oh, you know, that's, oh, a, that's enough. She's this, shaking. This is some kind of prank. She's, she's shaking. She's got the spirit. Oh, oh, my goodness. This is the best episode ever. I've got to go. I've got to go. You, you can watch this on our on our program. Oh, wow. I, I mean, you know what? At this point, everyone should have a damn TV show. I mean, we shouldn't even have a show. Everybody should just be live broadcasting their stupidity and insanity to the world. Well, you don't think that they, they can really talk to the dead? I am starting to suspect... They might be, uh, they might be fake Ghostbusters people. I don't think they're, uh, really seeing, seeing across the veil. If a travel channel can do a paranormal caught on camera episode that's just people escaping normal, like, boat accidents, <laughs> then I think the Spectre and Spectre Squad could be faking this. I don't know. That... <laughs> it's a big allegation. Yeah. I'll admit it, but I, 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 I'm starting to wonder. Well, there's nowhere else we can go from here, people. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully we'll see you next week for uh, episode 97.